0: You wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave, we talking a lot with bros today, cracking some jokes the podcast way, goals on goals, we're homers on homers, tutties on tuddies, got moments on moments, just tune in to BSP, just tune in to BSP, just tune in to BSP, just tune in to Petrilli. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BSP Podcast. It has been a crazy week. Been a crazy couple of weeks for me. Make sure you go check out that vlog on the YouTube page. As uh, Did I get kicked out of the Yacht Club? But while all that was going on, the Philadelphia Fighting Phillies got red hot, baby. And that's because they might have played a minor league baseball team when it comes to the Washington Nationals. But we have a lot to cover as the Phillies go for a four-game sweep and take it and dominate against the Washington Nationals. They make a trade. They make a couple trades. And they move themselves within striking distance of possibly that first wild-card positioning as the Braves have faltered to the Mets this past weekend. And maybe within striking distance of that first place. Who knows? Who knows? As you come up with a couple series uh, at the end of the month here against the Mets. Welcome back to another episode of the BSP podcast. I am Brendan Petrilli. I hope everybody's been enjoying uh the summer. I know I have the past two weeks. It's been a grind for the past, I don't know what, 10 months now, working for the Farzy show, trying to grind out ground Ugh. English, Brendan. Been relaxing too much. Trying to grind out as much content for you guys, try to make my content better every week. I know everything's not perfect. I'm just I'm just trying to take your guys' criticism, let me know. What you think and try to get better every week and that's what that's what we're trying to do here so make sure you go follow me on twitter at brendan petrilli at bsp podcast brendan petrilli on tiktok instagram facebook wherever it is that's where i'm at go check me out subscribe to the youtube page click the bell uh because that's a huge thing with the youtube algorithm you might not always get uh, notifications of when my stuff goes live on youtube i try to put it out 8 a.m either Mondays or Fridays, uh, for an episode. Uh, Those have kind of been my sweet spot when I've been able to get stuff out. So make sure you put that bell on, uh, the notification bell on YouTube, and wherever you get my content. So let's get into it here. A lot to cover. A lot to cover. Phillies go and they make a couple trades at the trade deadline. You're kind of sitting there. You're waiting. Everybody's kind of freaking out a little bit. Why aren't the Phillies making moves? Juan Soto gets moved to the Padres. Uh you're just like come on Phillies let, let's make something happen and then finally one deal falls right you go and you get um you go you go and you get Brandon Marsh from the Angels and you know check out the Farzi show I help run the YouTube page over there for Mark Farzetta Mark kind of tweets out a hey, you know not a bad trade there eh. You know he's he's a decent player. Twenty six. He's got a couple years under control. He's a really good defensive center fielder that you've been looking for for this past year. But you know he can't. He's not the best hitter. He'll he'll develop hopefully with this team. Said that with a couple different center fielders, but this guy's more established. And then there, there's the first trade that finally hits. And then you go and you bring back David Robertson from the Chicago Cubs, who pitched what two innings for the Phillies in his two year tender the past couple years, he, his elbow, his body just didn't hold up for him when he was with the Phillies coming in from the Yankees. But he's had a great bounce-back year with the Cubs, dominating for them for a bad baseball team. Now he gets the chance to hop back in, redeem himself, and he kind of knows that too, and tried to run with this with Sir Anthony Dominguez and him in the late innings to propel this team into a pennant race, maybe, or wild-card race. And then... Finally, right before the de- the deadline happens, once you made that trade with the Angels the first time, right? I was like, oh, I guess no, 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 Noah Syndergaard, and that's just, I guess that deal's not happening. You figured you would have just lumped the two guys in together, traded Ojapi and whoever else that you were going to give up. A lot of people had problems with that too, with trading Ojapi for him. Who cares? Prospects at this point, I, I don't care. I've, I've. I've lived long enough now where clutching onto these guys, the the statistics of these guys, you just haven't been able to churn them out and make them stars. You just really haven't. You, you haven't. I mean, the only guys are Aaron Nola and Reese Hoskins, really. Now Bryson Stott, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. But you give up that that trade, Ohoppy, for, for for Marsh. You're like, all right, maybe I guess you're not getting Syndergaard. You're looking maybe at going at Rondon from – from the Giants. I'm like, I'm all in on that. A little disappointed that that didn't happen. Because that guy would have solidified that one, two, three with with Nola and Wheeler and Rondon. Put whoever in any position there. They're going out there. They're giving you at least seven innings. These guys are dominant starting pitchers. You're getting close to those four aces again. That we loved when I grew up. But don't make that trade. You end up getting Noah, uh, Noah Syndergaard right before the deadline hits. For Mickey Moniak. See you, Mick. It's been great. It just didn't work out. Didn't work out. Maybe we'll talk more about the whole situation down the road. But it's funny how you see where he goes to the Angels now. And what, he's had two home runs already for them when he only had three his whole career with the Phillies. He was a little mad about his situation not getting full opportunities, which I don't disagree with. But when he did get long extended stints. The guy just struck out. He couldn't put the ball in play. It, it, but then you send him back down triple A and he would rake. It just didn't make sense. He needed that change of scenery. I wish you the best of luck, I guess, Mick. Um, But now you bring in Noah Syndergaard. He has an okay first start for the Phillies. He gets saved. Thor gets saved by the lightning a little bit. And that lightning of Nick Castellanos' arm out in right field, getting a strikeout, throw him out, double play to end that fourth inning there to get them out of a big jam, give the Phillies the 5-4 win, and then they would go and carry themselves into that four-game sweep that they desperately needed against a terrible Washington Nationals team. If the Phillies would have lost a game or two split against this Nationals team, you wouldn't have the hype. You wouldn't have the excitement come back. Uh, you wouldn't ha- be able to build from the trade deadline. Because was like, well, what's the point? These guys traded away the best, one of the best players in baseball, Juan Soto. 23 years old, a couple years under contract. What are they doing? They went from a World Series contender to trading Turner, Scherzer, letting Harper go, Rendon to the Angels. It goes on and on in Soto now. If you can't take four or four from this team. What are we doing? I mean, if you lose one, it's whatever, but you go and you dominate it. 16 home runs. 16 It's a franchise record for the most home runs in a series. It was electric. It was it is what it is. You're playing pretty much a minor league baseball team. These guys were most of them were in the minor leagues the past week and now they're being called up to play against a legit major league baseball team. But you could have faltered and they didn't and that's what gets me pumped to move forward here throughout the rest of this summer. But we were kind of hoping, "Hey, keep us in it." Keep us in it. Keep us alive. Eagles training camp, we had to open practice last night. We're going to cover more of that throughout the, the next couple of weeks here as we move forward, but make sure you go check out the Farsi Show and subscribe to there, too. I know Mark has been covering the Eagles a lot through training camp, so make sure you go subscribe there. Put the bell on. Um, but now the Phillies have moved into that second wild card spot ahead of the San Diego, um, in, the, in, in front of the San Diego Padres. The Milwaukee Brewers have fallen out of first place of the Central. The Cardinals have taken over there. You got a two-game-plus lead on them. Um, depending on what goes on tonight, I'm recording at 9-17 right now in the Dodgers-Padres series. We're either looking up a half game over the Padres in the wild card or you're looking at a half game behind. But what's the great part that we were talking about a month or so ago was that you took the series, the head-to-head series, over the Cardinals over the Padres, over Milwaukee. You have put yourself in the driver's seat. You have taken the reins and put yourself in the best position possible moving through this last month of the season where you play the Nationals. You uh, you already played the Pirates. You play the Diamondbacks, the Cincinnati Reds. You play these crappy teams. You go, you take care of business, and then all you got to do is just win, baby. And you're getting into the playoffs. Now, with the the Braves faltering, losing four of five to the New York Mets. The New York Mets. Ugh, they got the Grom back. They got Scherzer back. These guys are, they are good. They're very good. Hopefully, for the game of baseball, they can stay healthy. And they can pitch throughout the rest of the season here. But what would be nice is now the bats don't start working like they have been for the Mets. They don't score those runs. They don't get those timely hits. And you keep chipping away. You got two series coming up. You take two or three. Maybe you sweep one. It gets interesting. You're nine and a half back right now. But you win these series against these bad baseball teams. You get within seven or six games and then you take care of business in the head-to-head series maybe the Mets kick their butt maybe it's a very good possibility the Mets should but you know what I'm here for it this tan sexy face after a couple weeks on the beach is all in and I'm here for that Mets collapse I'm here for the Phillies to finish this run and make the playoffs Bryce Harper is finally supposedly coming back in about two weeks or so. You got Gene Segura finally back, getting a couple hits like it's nothing. He's just slapping that ball. Singles, singles, get on base. The guy is a professional baseball player. Bryson Stott's making plays. He's finally getting that bat hot. Nick Maton comes up with a big day. Derek Hall, two-home run home, uh, two home run game. And then I bury the lead. The boy, Nicky C, finally getting hot. Don't let him get hot. And that's what the Nationals did. That's what the Pirates did. That's what the Braves did. Taking that game against the Braves where he goes and hits that two-run go-ahead home run in that two-game series to lift the Phillies over Atlanta last week was huge. He has taken it in stride. He's getting on base. He's driving the baseball again. The ball is carrying out of Citizens Bank ballpark. They just got to keep grinding, get Harper back, you have Robertson, you have Dominguez, you have Alvarado. You have a decent back end of the rotation now with Syndergaard and um, Syndergaard, Kyle Gibson, who I'm going to get to in a minute in his start, and our boy um, um, Ranger Suarez. You have a good back end of the rotation to go with those three studs. You have the pieces in place keep winning these ball games now let's get into a little last part of the segment of this trillion 10 episode of the bsb podcast make sure you go subscribe check me out on instagram twitter TikTok. i'm going to be posting uh drink is the drink package worth it from that cruise make sure you go check out uh check out the vlog from uh previous week uh Is the Yacht Club worth it? Damn right it is. Damn right it is. That video's done real well. I appreciate everybody out there that watched it. I think it came together very nicely. I, I had a lot of fun making that video and experiencing it. So go check it out. Hope you enjoyed, too. Subscribe. Put the bell on for YouTube. It's super important. Like, comment, and subscribe. Tell me what you think I need to do more, what you want me to talk about more, moving throughout. The Eagles are coming up. They're getting red hot. I'm getting talking myself more and more pumped into this team. And I'm going to be excited. Now, let's get into it. We're going to have a couple other people on moving throughout the weeks here. We're going to do NFL predictions, what we think the standings are going to be at the end of the season. Because, you know, we're the smartest people out there. And uh, as Ted's clawing at his little scratch post back there. Um, But what our projections are at the end of the season, we might bring Harry back in. We'll have some fun with him. Um, and we'll see maybe we get rl we get some other guys talk about the yankees the mets as we move forward throughout the end of the baseball season but i want to get introduce something a little bit new here uh for the Trillion Ten 10 podcast i want a little bit interactive here want to got get your guys take let me know what you guys think but right, it's going to be trillies rant trillies rant of the day at the middle and i don't know whatever of each podcast i'm going to do just go off for about a minute minute or so, clip it up, put it out there on social media, and let me know what you guys think, whether I'm in the right or if I'm in the wrong, and let me know. Try to get more interactive with you guys week by week. Let oh jeez. Week by week and see where we go from there. See what you guys think. Tell me I'm an idiot. Tell me I'm not. Well let's go. The first ever Trillies rant, which you could say every Podcast might be a rant or not, but the first ever Trilies rant. Does the announcer have any jinx? Is there an announcer jinx? I'm listening on my way back, driving back from the Outer Banks. Tyler Eunice, I mean, I like him. I've worked, I've been working with him with 97.5, the Fanatic. I think he's a great guy, super nice. As a, but he brings up this conversation where he's pretty much a robot if you've listened to him on the radio. No emotion. He, You know, there's no putting, you know, no. he doesn't believe in sitting in the one spot makes a difference. You know, if I wore my, my Lotta jersey the game before the Eagles lost, all right, I got to put the different jersey on the next week, you know, or the Eagles win or, you know, the Phillies win. You go to the game in one jersey. If they win that game, you got to wear it again. You got to keep going until they lose. Doesn't believe in that. When it comes down to it for me, I am all in, all in on these superstitions. Of course, it's what makes being a fan so special. Of course, they don't hear you. Of course, the pitcher doesn't hear Tom McCarthy, you know, a couple hundred feet away going, oh, he might, he's throwing a perfect game right now. No, of course, he doesn't hear that. But it's all about the energy. It's what you put out there as a fan. That's what we give to them. It's us cheering, it's us booing. It, it's, What makes sports so great, what pulls people in, that's what it does. No, of course they don't hear you. No, it probably doesn't do anything. But when you put that energy out there, you put that juju, whatever it is, it's the unspoken rule of sports. Yeah, is it stupid? Of course it is. But that's what makes sports great. You need these little things to teach your kids. To teach your family members, to teach the new people that come into the sport. Shout out Zook. You need to teach these people these unwritten rules. As stupid as they are, they mean something. They, it might not mean something to the players on the field. It might not enhance anything, but you know you've walked out of the out of the stadium once, right? And they come back and win the baseball game. And everybody's like, all right, you're never caught. You got to leave every time now. Yeah, there's somebody that goes to the bathroom. And they they go and they score a touchdown. You got to stay in the bathroom the rest of the time. You switch seats with somebody and they throw a pick. Give me that seat back right now. That's what makes it so much fun and so great. Now that's the first little trilly rant. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. We'll see what I'm going to come up with for next week. Let me know. Tell me in the comments on YouTube what I should rant about next week as we move throughout the week here. I'm sure there's a lot. It's Philadelphia sports, man. There's always something to rant about. I hope you enjoyed that a little bit. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Phillies are making a run. It's exciting. August baseball is exciting. Again, Red October. Here we come. Bryce Harper coming back. Make a run for that even first wild card spot now. You're only sitting three games behind the Atlanta Braves. Make a push for that division. Why not? Who cares? We have no expectations for this baseball team. We're not supposed to win. We aren't. That's what makes it so great. That underdog. That's what Philly lives and breathes on. It's that underdog mentality. And we have a chance to grab it and run with it this summer. Yeah, we'll get into the Eagles in a little bit. But right now, it's the Phillies' time to grab it and run with it. And I'm here for it. And I'm excited. And I hope you are, too. Shout out to the 215 Go Birds. Make sure you subscribe, put the bell on, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Brendan Petrilli at BSB Podcasts. Um.